Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The shootings in Grantsville. Special coverage on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Live Mike is what we call this show. This is episode 25, a confession. We were going to play a, a rerun today. And then as these events unfolded over the weekend, we thought it inappropriate to uh, to to step aside and take a day off when so much uh, crucial and important information is coming and going. Uh, and so we all showed up uh, and we're here uh, together with you to learn about these events. So we know some and we today will learn more at one thirty. Grantsville police will host a press conference where they will hopefully answer many of the questions that you and I have about what uh, really took place. Maybe we'll learn about motive. Maybe we'll learn about the ages and names of these victims. And maybe we'll learn about uh, what this means to the community. As Grantsville is not very big a place, about 11,000 folks live out there. Uh, you, you know where it is. It's about 35 miles west of Salt Lake City. I drove out there. Uh, this morning. I'll tell you about that in a second. Grantsville, it's not a very big place. And so uh, as you later today at about one thirty, they estimate when the Grantsville police officers stand up to the microphone and they tell the tale uh, of what happened last Friday night when four members of the Grantsville community lost their lives, all members of the same family. Uh, and while their father recovers in the hospital after being shot and while there is a teenager in custody uh, when the police officers when they share the comments and disclose some of the new information we anticipate know that who is speaking they're not just folks uh, behind a badge they're not just folks in a uniform they're not just folks who clock in and out uh, each day and and work and then turn it all off when they go home. Know that in this community of Grantsville, again, about 11,000 is all who live out there. Uh, these are folks who have also uh, felt the hurt and the loss and are mourning uh, a great tragedy in their own community. Uh, that's one thing I, I sometimes forget about police officers. I am very grateful for their service, uh, but I often find myself ignoring or not thinking or not considering or pondering about the impact uh, on their own lives that the things they witness and investigate uh, may have. It's a, a wonderful service they offer us. And just keep that in mind in uh, about a half hour, 45 minutes or so from now when the police are speaking to us and giving us the details. It's difficult for them. Uh, it is more difficult, I am sure, for the family that has borne uh, this terrible board burden. Let me walk through some of the details that we know. On Friday in the evening... Uh, at about 7 o'clock, uh, there were shots fired in a home in Grantsville. The police responded, and when officers arrived, they found the bodies of two girls, a boy, and a woman inside. The shooter and the surviving victim were gone. This is according to uh, Corporal Rhonda Fields with Grantsville Police. Uh, Grantsville, rather, police. Uh, the 
the shooter and the surviving victim were gone. Authorities later discovered that a person who arrived at the house after the shooting drove the suspect and the surviving victim to a nearby hospital. He was there at the hospital uh, that officers arrested the boy, and he is now facing 10 charges, including aggravated homicide. Again, that is, according to Grantsville Police Corporal Rhonda Fields, she spoke to reporters and has been giving some information. She also will be part of the press conference, which takes place just after uh, 1.30 today. We'll play it live here. Uh, officials say that there is only one suspect uh, and uh, that the relationship to the victims was not immediately clear. Now, you hearing this may feel you know something different. And if I'm honest, I am inclined to agree with you. But uh, it's important in these moments to understand, uh, like, the chain of custody when it comes to information. Uh, social media has changed the way we uh, learn about events such as these. Uh, there are members of the family who are active on social media. Uh, you'll notice that as I've been speaking to you throughout the name, I haven't used anyone's name. I haven't given the name of any victims. I, I believe we know the names uh, of uh, the victims, um, and yet, while authorities have yet to release them, I am also withholding uh, uh, my own sharing of those names. That may change uh, come one thirty, uh, but that's how it is. Uh, in social media, folks are free and able uh, to share whatever they want. Uh, and, and if I'm honest, they're likely right. They're they're almost certainly right. Uh, because the information is coming from folks who know this family. They know the victims. They know uh, the suspect. They know their specific uh, and unique needs right now. Uh, and in fact, there is a fundraiser for the family, and we will speak uh, later on this program. Be- just before the fundraiser, I'm sorry, just before the press conference, we will speak uh, to the organizer of that fundraiser, a woman named Patty. She'll join us over the phone and share with us the details for how you can help uh, this family that has lost uh, so much. So uh, that's what we know so far, and it is at one thirty that we expect to learn more. Uh, now let me tell you about uh, a little drive I took this morning. I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about this story. I was thinking about the family. And I got in my car, and I started driving west. I got on uh, I-80. I-, I live in Salt Lake City. It was just over a half hour it took me to drive out there. I made my way uh, west. Uh, got off on the exit, took uh, one of these back roads for a while, went past the turnoff to Stansbury Park and made my way into uh, Grantsville. I took a left onto the street where this crime uh, was committed and I pulled up down the street and I uh, parked uh, just in front of the home there on uh, Eastmore Drive in Grantsville and I I saw the porch and I saw the windows and I saw the adornments uh, from the holiday season which are still hanging on the porch uh, snowflakes about five or six of them on white strings and I was wondering to myself Again, knowing that uh, four members of this family are now gone, three children and a mother, I wondered who hung those. And uh, I wondered, and my heart kind of broke as I thought about uh, next year, uh, knowing that the the highest likelihoods is that uh, those snowflakes won't hang. I also noticed there's a bench there 
uh, uh, one of those kind of decorative craft type benches that uh, doubles as a storage. Uh, you know, the seat will lift up. There's a hinge and maybe there's some sporting equipment in there. And I thought about this past Halloween and how folks may have uh, sat on that bench waiting for trick-or-treaters to come. Or maybe they had uh, a candy bowl placed uh, there waiting for the trick-or-treaters to come. And uh, it struck me and broke my heart that uh, the highest likelihoods is that uh, there won't be such uh, trick-or-treating happening on the porch of that home. I also saw a snow shovel on the porch and uh, a big, long driveway next to the home. And I thought about the the young people who are growing up in that home, learning about responsibility when the snow fell. And uh, mom said, hey, it's your turn to go shovel the drive. And they may have taken that very shovel, uh, walked outside and uh, made a clear path for the vehicles to come and go as the family moved from their different responsibilities or to school or to church, uh, school and church where they will no longer uh, attend as they have lost their lives. Uh, I know that's very somber. I know these are dark things that I'm saying, and I apologize for that on this Monday morning when we uh, otherwise would be uh, celebrating the life and accomplishments of Martin Luther King. We will do uh, some of that today. In fact, Janetta Williams uh, will be joining us uh, on the phone uh, later on in the program to talk about uh, the great things going on in this community today uh, in celebration of the life and accomplishments of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., there are other things happening as well. Uh, we will learn about uh, some changes to school lunches that the president has called for the end of a, a program started by Michelle Obama. We'll talk about those details. Also, there's some jobs coming to northern Utah. Northrop Grumman is going to expand some of their operations up there. I'm going to tell you all about what's going on there if we have time for that. And also uh, today we're going to talk about a little bit of history. Uh, there's a, a man whose name you may have heard. Uh, his name is Doris Miller. I'm going to tell you the story of Doris Miller later on in today's program. But we are from time to time going to dip into the sad details of what took place last Friday in Grantsville, Utah. Uh, the big updates will come at 1.30 when Grantsville Police Department hosts a press conference. We will learn also about a fundraiser organized to help the surviving members of this family as they look to cover funeral and medical expenses. Uh, expenses that you and I hope never have, never to have to pay. Uh, but there are some folks now facing exactly those expenses. And uh, Patty, she's going to call in an organizer of this fundraiser and tell us all about uh, what the needs are and how uh, you and I can help. That's all on today's program. Plenty left. Uh, we're also, oh, uh, producer Amy just handed me this piece, piece of news. Uh, we're going to speak to the neighbor of the, the family here that has endured such a, a tragedy. Uh, maybe we'll learn about some of those folks uh, here coming up from the Grantsville community. That's next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.